Hey everyone, this is my first podcast. I'm not sure how great my voice will be. I hate it, but I hope if you manage to find and listen to this thing, you will manage to bear with it because this is actually a super interesting subject. First, I should probably establish what that is, and it is haunted locations and their history, as well as the ghosts and hauntings that have supposedly happened there. I'm starting with somewhere in the US and we'll be going around the world, probably sticking with Canada and the US in the beginning, just because they're the places that I'm most familiar with. And this is one of my subjects, so here I go. The first place that I will be talking about is the Stanley Hotel in Colorado. This is one of the most notoriously haunted places in the US, and it is around 5 kilometers outside of the US side of the Rocky Mountains. If that name sounds foreign and you're wondering why the hell I'd be talking about this on Halloween of all days, it's because the Stanley Hotel is actually what Stephen King based the Overlook Hotel on and is where he got the inspiration for it. While staying at the end of the season being the only guest there, the plural being him and his wife, he says, they were just getting ready to close for this season and we found ourselves the only guests in the place with those all those long empty corridors, as well as explaining that that night he was plagued by a nightmare of his then three-year-old son running and screaming down those empty halls when they left the next day. The Shining was in the making, if only in his brain at that time. And that is why this is my Halloween episode, because of the, it was the iconic start for The Shining. With all that out of the way, let's jump into the history. The 142-room hotel was built by Freeland Oscar Stanley of of Stanley Steamer Cars and opened on July 4th, 1909 with a panoramic view of the beautiful Estes Lake. It's a bit of a tongue twister. Freeland Oscar Stanley, who invented the steam-powered car, was infected with tuberculosis in 1903 and his fresh dry air and lots of it, along with sunlight and a healthy diet, was recommended. He, like others who had been infected, went to Colorado where he spent the summer months greatly improving. In fact, it was so good for his health that after returning every year, by 1907 he was supposedly cured and had lived to be 91 years of age, dying of a heart attack in Massachusetts. But as rich people tend to do, he was not satisfied with his living conditions. He started building the hotel in that year. It was completed in 1909 with a surprising amount of features such as a hydraulic elevator, electric and gas lighting, running water, telephones in each room, at the time it was only 84 or 48 rooms, and a mountain wagon that he designed to bring guests from the train station to his hotel with no heating installed until 1983 as it closed for the winter every year. Very Shining-esque. Another fun fact, the owners in 2015 created a hedge maze like the one in the movie, though it was not found in the book. Um, so that's pretty much the history. A man decided to make a hotel and then another man wrote a horror novel about it. So where did the hauntings come from? The hotel itself, before the release of Stephen King's novel, was stated 
to have a peaceful start other than one incident that will be mentioned later. Yet despite that, it is notorious for ghost tours and supposed sightings and activity, even appearing on shows that have to do with the paranormal. This comes from the idea that many believe Stanley and his wife never left. Though Freeman Oscar Stanley, as I stated before, died in Massachusetts. In Massachusetts. It is reported that you can hear his wife playing the piano and see him behind the front desk there. Have also been photos captured, but those are always shaky due to either matrixing where the photo or where the picture is so grainy your mind finds patterns in nothing, or the photo can be manipulated. That being said, reports first started showing up around 1911 when it is said that a housekeeper was struck by lightning in the infamous room. Now, and this should be taken with a grain of salt because there are other reports saying that it was a fire. Um, but this happened in the infamous room 217, the very same one that King and his wife stayed in years later. Regardless of that, the housekeeper lived, but since that incident, the room has apparently been ripe with activity being one of the most active areas and it is said that every room has experienced strange activity, clothes being moved or other poltergeist activity, while the fourth floor is known for having its disembodied laughter of children and the pitter-patter of their feet. Though to my knowledge no children have died there, it's simply a place where kids with their nannies would stay um, while living. Orbs are also commonly seen, as well as the ever-present trope of lights dimming and lighting back up that happens in the concert hall or the dining room uh, and while the hotel is said to be extremely active the staff dispute any idea that any of the activity is sinister here are some of the testimonials from guests found on the site thoughtcatalog.com the first one is the concert hall and that person states, I'm pretty skeptical when it comes to supernatural or paranormal happenings, but one thing in particularly really messes with my head. At the beginning of the tour, you follow the tour guide to the music hall, which would often be occupied with children playing during that time of day. When you arrive in the hall, you are seated in the observation box and given an introduction of sorts, explaining that none of the spirits or activity is angry or violent, and that a lot of the activity was thought to be that of children, especially in this hall. So our guide asked by show of hands if any of the tormentors are tour members, not tormentors, are good with kids, to which I, along with four or five others, raised our hands. Everyone who raised their hands, she gave a dum-dum sticker to for us to hold out on our palms as if we were handing it to a child. And depending on the spirit's comfortability, comfortability with you they would supposedly pull on the sticker sometime some people claim to feel movement some didn't feel a thing but I personally felt and watched this sticker or the, sorry I personally felt and watched this fucker uh, fucking sucker drag from the middle of my hand all the way off to the ground that fucked with my shit second testimonial Staircase to no, nowhere. When I was a kid, the Stanley ho was 
just a pretty hotel with dumpy rooms, 1970s, canary yellow with olive drab borderline crap hole. We never stayed there, it was just a place to get a good cheap lunch. Obviously this was before the mysteries when it was still cheap and not haunted. Anyways, I'd screw around and explore the hotel because hotels are fun to screw around in and explore. My brother, my sister, and myself were wandering the hotel after lunch, poking our heads into open rooms and whatnot. While we were on the corner of the hallway, and to our right is a small opening in the wall of the hall, leading to the set of a narrow, very narrow and steep circular stairs descending into the pitch black darkness. None of us had the cojones to check it out. Wish we had. I never saw that staircase again. The concert hall basement. A side note on this story, I don't know if this death was reported or documented. I would also suggest going to this site because the photo is with this story showing the apparent apparition. Now the story. Over the weekend, about 15 co-workers and myself had a company trip. The Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, known for being Stephen King's inspiration for The Shining, we took an 8pm ghost tour where we joined about 15 other people to get guided around the property and told stories about its history and creepy things that are said to have happened. We were told to take lots of pictures, I'm sure to try and capture orbs or ghosts. Many green orbs are caught, were caught in the pictures, but I don't think anything is as creepy as this photo taken by my coworker. This is where you would go to the site and see the photo. A little girl in a hot pink dress who was definitely not on her tour. And apparently years ago, a girl, 12 to 13 by the name of Lucy, was squatting in the basement of the concert hall, which is where the photo was taken, and discovered upon plans to begin some construction, she was forced to leave. The night got below freezing and she froze to death. Everyone on my tour has vouched that this girl was not on our tour. Who wouldn't remember someone wearing that hot pink? The man pictured is our tour guide. No one would have been in front of him. I am convinced this was the ghost of Lucy. Just one more added note, though I doubt if anyone believed me, but there was only one time throughout our tour where I felt any strange energy or feeling, and that was right there, heading down to the basement of the concert hall. If you'd like to read the rest of the stories, it's under 17 unsettling staff and guest stories of hauntings at the Hotel The Shining is based on at, oh, just a sec, thoughtcatalog.com. This whole history slash story makes me wonder if the place is haunted like the reports claim. Um, because spirits came back to the place that they were the happiest, or could be the, the, that the visitors are so hyped on the idea of the Shining Hotel that their brain is playing tricks on them. I don't doubt the claims of strange activity that have been reported, but I am hesitant to trust so blindly with so little actual evidence to be found, especially since the hauntings are since hauntings are notorious for happening in places where some great tragedy or event has happened. The Stanley Hotel has had nothing of the sort or enough to warrant this kind of activity. The Stanley Hotel is no doubt a place where you will feel something, whether that something is actual paranormal activity or simply an unearthly vibe that the hotel seems so famous for. It is yet to be seen 
and as a fan of the supernatural, it is definitely on my must-see wish list. If you've made it this far with me, then a million thanks. I hope you aren't too disappointed in this episode. I know it was rather short. Um, hopefully next week's will not be. Uh, and next week will definitely be something more dark and <laughs> with more sightings and evidence. Um, but it was Halloween, so I had to do this one. And because of Shining. Um, anyway, thanks again, and I hope that you tune in again next week. Also, I might do haunted items, because those are fun. Uh, I will see you next week. Thank you. <laughs> A quick side note for anyone who wants to contact me, um, with any questions, comments, or concerns, um, please... I uh, use my Twitter, which is at mindless D W H, uh, capital M, capital D W N H. Uh, okay, thank you very much. <laughs> Sorry for adding this on at the end, uh, but I will talk to you again next week.